Thanks for listening to the Woodward Podcast Network. Check out more shows by searching for us on Spreaker or wherever you catch your podcasts. The Woodward Podcast Network with Krupka Dental Associates. Hello, this is Dr. John Krupka from Krupka Dental. We now have the Soleil Laser. You can have your fillings done without needles nor drills. We are a full-service dental office and always accepting new patients. To learn more about me and my friendly team, visit KrupkaDental.com. Good morning. Hi, everyone. Welcome in to another day, another edition of Focus Fox Valley. I'm your host, Haley Tenpass, as we broadcast from the Myron Construction Studios of WHBY. It is Wednesday, March 9th, 2022, and this first portion of our show brought to you by Sturdivant and Associates. You'll find them in the old train station depot in Nina. And if you've been bombarded with information about Medicare or Medicaid, are looking to find details about life planning options, well, Certivant and Associates, they are there for you. And all it takes is a phone call to help you get in the right direction. Advice is always free. You can call Eric or Carl at 920-969-1956. Well, the the building is a buzzin' today because we've got our girl, the good neighbor, Kathy Keene is here. Hi, Kathy. Good morning. How are you today? Oh, fun. It was so much fun to walk around and see everybody. I'm, I'm not joking. Everyone is buzzing. We're so happy to see you. We are so happy to see you. I got lots of hugs this morning, which was nice. Good. That and we, nice. we love that you are here. Oh, my goodness. What What's new? Wow. Let's see. When was I here? In January? I think January, yes. My life has not slowed down. Mm. I, I have... I do so much in our apartment building with uh, a group of, of friends, and uh, we're always, in fact, this afternoon when I get off the air, we're playing dominoes on Wednesdays. Fridays has been so much fun. We've had, uh, it's coffee time at 10 o'clock on Fridays, just our building. And so everybody brings sweets, sweet rolls, mm. you name it, cookies, candy. So one day we decided to have more of a savory breakfast, and I made a cheese strata that went like hotcakes. That was a nine by 13 and it was gone. So every Friday I've been making, trying new recipes. Last week we did a slow cooker hash brown, which I'm going to share today. And uh, so it's been fun. And one day we did, which another recipe I'm going to share today, it's the Assini de Pepe pasta salad. And they said, there's no pasta in here. I said, yes, it's those little things that look like tapioca. That's the pasta. Mm-hmm. And of course, that went like hotcakes. This recipe, the Assini de Pepe, a lot of the listeners will probably remember it. It's probably 15 years old. It's in one of my cookbooks from 2011, and it's been around a long time. But it is so great for Easter. Mm. It's a nice side dish. You can also use it as a dessert. Um, very easy to do, not hard. And then the next time I come, which is in May, I want to try between now and then. I got a new recipe. It's a German chocolate French toast cake recipe Ugh. that looks absolutely divine. 
So I want to try it first, have everybody check it out, and uh, I'll share it next time. Well, you mentioned the French toast, and I had to tell Kathy about something silly. I I follow a couple of celebrities on on social media. One of them is The Rock. Mm -hmm. Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, he is one of the kindest people in the world. That's what they say. He really is. I love following him. And for his cheat day, because he's a very large mm-hmm. man and he, he eats a lot of food, but for his cheat days, he always makes a French toast with brioche. Ooh. And it's about two and a half to three inches thick. It's absolutely wild. But that's what it made me think of wow. when you mentioned French toast. That sounds good. I'll have to show you a picture of it. Yeah, I'd mm-hmm. like to see that. That sounds good. But Kathy so. has recipes. We're going to talk through those here today. And I want to remind the listeners that the phone lines are open, too. So if you'd like to chat, chat with Kathy, check in with Kathy, please feel free to do that. 920-281-1150. It's a, a simple hour of, of friends catching up here mm-hmm. today. So yeah. I'm looking forward to it. And you can give us a call. 920-281-1150 is that number. One of the things that uh, two things. I've been called the jury, jury duty. You have? <laughs> the oh. end of this month. Okay. So I have to check in on the 28th of March. So I don't know. And they said plan on three weeks. So we'll see. Sometimes it doesn't go anywhere. And maybe I won't get called. But you still have to, you know, do your civic duty. Civic duty. duty. My yes, husband just right. my ju- just went through that. Uh, and he, he called every night before at mm-hmm. 5 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And we, he never got called in. So... Yeah. Bummer. I said he'd be a great juror. I think you'd be a great juror, too. I think it would be interesting, Mm -hmm. really interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I don't know what would disqualify somebody from not being a juror. I don't know. You know, when you're in the, like you, I know when I was still working, um, I was called and they disqualified me right away because I was in the media. Right. So. Yeah. And I guess that's uh, a risk you take in this, in this position. But, yeah. um, Interesting. Life does keep, keep rolling, though. It even does. things like jury duty. Mm-hmm. I can't believe how fast the days are going. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. They just fly by for me. Yeah. And I was telling Kathy, uh, my days seem to fly by, too, except for when I'm watching my beautiful kiddos. <laughs> then the clock seems to go a little slower. A little slower. <laughs> <laughs> when is nap time? Yeah. When is I that break? <laughs> well, I was watching, um, I always watch The Kitchen. Um, Monday mornings, they're on for a couple of hours. Saturday mornings, they're on at 7, so I get up and watch them. Uh, and I've been getting some really great recipes off of their show. And on Saturday, they had how to make the perfect hard-boiled egg. Apparently, people have trouble with this. I've never had trouble. I can remember when my mother made eggs, she would make two dozen in a big pot, and the centers would have that green circle around it because she cooked them for so long, and you don't have to. Mm. You don't need to cook them that long. Um, so if you were, if you wanted to make the perfect hard-boiled egg for Easter, because it's going to be here pretty soon, um, just put your eggs in a single layer in a large pot, Cover it with cool water, cold water. Make sure it's above the eggs. And then they added a um, teaspoon of baking soda, which I've never done. I've never done that. Never done that. Either. And it's so interesting because uh, it's interesting because I've heard vinegar. Right. I've heard salt. Salt. Mm -hmm. But never... Yeah, Not, never. So I'm going to try the baking soda. I u- don't usually put anything in my water. Hmm. But the secret is, is you bring the eggs to a boil over high heat. And once the water is at a rolling boil, you have to turn off the heat and put a cover on your pot and just let it sit there. Allow the eggs to sit in that hot water. So if you want 
a hard-boiled egg that has like a runny yolk, that's three minutes. Take it out. If you want the yolk that's just starting to solidify, but it's not completely hard, that's six minutes. And if you want a hard-boiled egg where the yolk is a perfect yellow center with no green around, Mm -hmm. it's 12 minutes. So after the 12 minutes, you take it out of that hot water and you plunge it into ice water. And that stops the cooking process. And then just, you know, color them if you want to or put them in the refrigerator. Interesting. But you will have a beautiful hard-boiled egg. What about the peeling process? Now, I've heard there are certain techniques used to help you peel the egg Mm -hmm. a bit better and maybe not have a million little pieces of shell. Well, the one gal that puts salt in her water says her eggs peel really well when she does that. I have never done that. I always say if you buy eggs... Keep them in the refrigerator a week. Don't use fresh eggs because mm. I think they're hard to peel. So I'll use eggs that are at least a week old. Interesting. And then I have no trouble. We are not big hard-boiled egg people in our house, but mm-hmm. I do always make them around Easter time so the kids can decorate them. And my husband will, will eat and we'll make an egg salad or something mm-hmm. with them. But I usually do get the little green uh, layer. I'm cooking them too long. Yeah. I'm cooking right. them too long. Yeah. I always have, usually have hard boiled eggs in the refrigerator because if I get up in the morning, I forget to eat. I start doing things and I really need to be eating yeah. three meals a day, which I am not doing, which is not good when you have diabetes. Um, but I'll grab a hard boiled egg and that'll get me, you know, at least have something. That's a great way to start the yeah. day. Yeah. Mm. Or cottage cheese. I'll have cottage cheese in the house. I've got Uh, Fresh veggies, lots of fruit. Yeah. Sounds great. All right, Kathy. Well, that's the first recipe. We've Mm -hmm. got many more to share. So stick with us. We're talking with the good neighbor, Kathy Keene. Our phone lines are open to 920-281-1150. Maybe you have a hard-boiled egg uh, fun fact or trick that you like to utilize. Feel free to share that with us. We'll take a short break, and we'll be back with more of Focus Fox Valley in just a moment. Once again, welcome back. It's Focus Fox Valley on WHBY. I'm Haley Tenpass. With me today, the good neighbor, Kathy Keene, live in studio. The phone lines are open, 920-281-1150. Kathy just shared uh, really a great tip for some easy-to-make hard-boiled eggs Mm -hmm. to consider before uh, the Easter season is upon us. That's right, yeah. And... You've got a pasta salad. I do. This one is great. This is so fascinating. And I, I feel like my children will eat it because there's Cool Whip in it. <laughs> <laughs> Anything with Cool Whip. Or right? marshmallows, right? <laughs> and the maraschino cherries. Oh, yes. Don't forget those. Mm-hmm. Those just add to it. This is um, a Cini de Pepe pasta salad. And a Cini is A-C-I-N-I and then D-I and then Pepe is P-E-P-E. And you will find it where all the pasta is. It comes in a bag. And it looks like little tiny pinheads, I would say. It's real tiny, tiny pasta. Um, and I did find it in the store. And you only need one cup because it makes a lot. Smaller than like a couscous? Oh, yes. Okay, so yes. really, really, really teeny small. tiny. Okay. Right. And then it, when you cook it, it turns out to be like the size of tapioca. It puffs up. Okay. Yeah. So you start off, these are the ingredients. You need one cup of the Asini de Pepe pasta. And a 20-ounce can of crushed pineapple, and you want to drain that and reserve the juice. 
You also need a 15-ounce can of mandarin oranges drained and reserve the juice. Anything that has crushed pineapple and mandarin oranges in is good. So good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then an 8-ounce container of Cool Whip, of course. 7 ounces of miniature marshmallows. Now, I know the package is 10 ounces. I didn't, I just measured out whatever. And do you you choose the the plain flavored marshmallows or Mm -hmm. could you do the fruit flavor here? You could do the fruit, but I did the plain. Okay. Yeah. And then one cup of sugar, regular granulated sugar. Two eggs that are beaten, two eggs beaten, and then a half a teaspoon of salt and three tablespoons of flour. You can also use a 10-ounce jar of maraschino cherries. That is optional. It's drained. I did use them. I kind of sprinkled them on top, and it looked really, really nice. So you're going to cook the pasta according to the package directions until it's al dente. You don't want it totally done. Drain it. And then in a saucepan, you are going to combine, you're going to combine those reserved liquids, the juice from the pineapple and the mandarin oranges. You're going to add the sugar, the eggs, the salt, and the flour. And you want to stir this constantly. You're going to cook it until it thickens. And it doesn't take very long for it to thicken. When the mixture is thick, you add the cooked pasta and blend well. And then you want to refrigerate this for several hours or overnight. And then just before you want to serve it an hour or so beforehand, you're going to add your crushed pineapple, your oranges, your Cool Whip, and your marshmallows. Mix that well. Sprinkle the cherries on top. And then keep it refrigerated at least an hour before you serve it. Hmm. It is so good. It is so good. It's so interesting. I I, I will admit I've never thought mm-hmm. of a pasta salad mm-hmm. being a sweet it's pasta sweet. salad, yeah. It's a dessert, if you want. It could be a side dish. And we this, had it for breakfast. <laughs> well, and it threw me, too, as I'm looking at the recipe when you sent it. When I saw the eggs and the sugar and mm-hmm. then the pasta. I I said, where is she heading with this? But mm-hmm. I'm sure it's absolutely delicious. It's very good. Yeah, mm. it's very good. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, we had these little toys for the kids. Well, they're they're more like... They have these things called um, sensory bins for children, and you can put rice in there. You can put noodles. Mm-hmm. They've got these little balls of, of, of plastic that if you soak them in water over a 24-hour period, they expand. And they're so fun for the kids to play with. They're a headache to clean up, but they're so <laughs> fun for the kids to play with. And these little, uh, the Asini de Pepe uh, pasta reminds me of of those oh, little, little <laughs> sensory bin uh, in- ingredients. <laughs> You may have to look for the Asini de Pepe pasta, but it's there. It's, it's there. It's there. It's a small package. Yeah. All right. Not a box. It's Not a, a box. It's in a package. In a bag. It's clear cellophane. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. All yeah. right. Uh, Kathy's here, and we do need to take another break. But when we come back, she's got a slow cooker hash brown casserole that I am mm-hmm. so excited to hear about. So stick with us. We're talking with the good neighbor, Kathy Keene, right here on WHBY. Here is today's Garden Bite. This is Focus Fox Valley on WHBY, joined today by the good neighbor, Kathy Keene. We're sharing some recipes, and now we're also sharing our love of Wordle. I've learned <laughs> Kathy is a wordler Wordle- Wordler. <laughs> it's addicting, though, isn't it? It is, yes. I play um, Scrabble 
every day at least five or six games against my iPad. And I'm in the very difficult category. Oh. And I'm beating the pants off of it by at least 100 points. <laughs> I just love it. It keeps your brain active. Will your husband play Scrabble no, with you? No. No, Mine either. He's not a game player at all. Well, Kathy, mm-hmm. we're going to have to get together and play some Scrabble. I, I love Scrabble. We do. Some of the gals and I play Scrabble a couple of times a month. Oh, it's so much fun. fun. Yeah, it and, is. And what I love about it is is in playing with like my mom over the years, we've kept all the pieces of paper with our words. We've wrote them down and oh. wrote the scores. So I'm able to kind of like look back and see what I wrote for words in 2015 mm-hmm. or 20, 2003 or something. It's it's a little bit of, of nostalgia when we play too. Yeah. The neat thing about playing on the iPad is you can put letters together and words I never heard of, and they're fine. <laughs> they're Scrabble words. <laughs> I, I, I put some interesting words in for Wordle as well. You know, you're just like, this mm-hmm. could be a word, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Luckily, they don't knock you for tries. No. But... If you're wondering what Wordle is, it's a New York Times game, and you get you play with five letters. You have to put a word in the five boxes, and then you have what five tries? I think it's six, total, six total. Six total to yes. guess what the word of the day is. Mm-hmm. And if you have a letter that is correct and in the right spot, the letter will glow green. Mm-hmm. But if it's in if it's in the incorrect spot, but a correct letter in the word. It will glow yellow. yellow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it's been a fascinating journey. We've talked about it on the show a little bit because it was originally started as just a fun game for um, a couple for his partner. And mm-hmm. he said, I just wanted to create this game for us to do. And he then started sharing it with friends and family. And well, here we are today, mm-hmm. bought by the New York Times for uh, a couple million dollars. Oh, sure. yeah. So he made out pretty pretty I'll well. Say. Did you get the word the other day? Was was it Rubly? Ruble? Are you B-L-E-E-E, two E's at the end? I might have. I don't remember. They didn't get it, the gals in my group. Mm. It was unusual. I, I am a little bit wondering if, the since the New York Times took it over, it seems like the words have gone up a notch in uh-huh. difficulty. Yeah. I don't know. But it's it's still fun. It is. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, if you don't know the answer, you have to wait till the next day. And it kills you. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> All right, Kathy, you've got a slow cooker hash brown casserole. And I was telling Kathy, um, my brother gets married this summer. So excited. And we're uh, maybe planning some details of the bridal shower for my future sister-in-law. And I thought to myself, this might be a good recipe for a brunch. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is a great recipe. I made this last week for our coffee get together on Friday. And there wasn't anything left. It's gone. It was gone. It's so easy to do. Uh, You have to start off with a a package of frozen hash browns. Um, It's anywhere from 26 ounces to 30 ounces in that category. I can't remember what it said on the package. But you do not want the shredded hash browns. You want the pieces. They're little chunks. So the square shapes. The square shapes. Okay. Yes, you want that. Because you have to thaw them out, and then you have to squeeze the water out between your hands, as much water as you can get out when it's thought out. We use the cubed kind in our family cheesy ha- cheesy potato recipe. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, so that's what you want. Um, also, it calls for a cup of diced ham. I think I used a cup and a half. I used a little bit more. Just deli ham that I got from the deli, and I had them uh, slice it the number three thickness on their slicer, and it worked great. Um, and then it calls for um, a medium onion, anywhere from a half to a cup of onions, depending on what you like. 
Uh, it calls for a medium red pepper, finely diced, and it's important that they're finely diced. Two cups of shredded cheddar, two cups of shredded cheddar. You also need one cup of whole milk. I think I used 1% or 2%, 2% I used. Uh, you need one cup of sour cream, and then a couple of seasonings, one and a half teaspoons of salt, a half a teaspoon of garlic powder, and a half a teaspoon of black pepper. So it's one and a half teaspoons of salt, half a teaspoon of garlic powder, and a half a teaspoon of black pepper. You need six large eggs, six large eggs, an eight-ounce package of cream cheese, and I had it at room temp temperature. It says cubed, but if you put it at room temperature, it's easier to mix in, to blend in. I found that. And then two scallions thinly sliced. That's So what you do, you thoroughly squeeze the excess liquid from the thawed hash browns, and you're going to mix together the hash browns, the ham, the onions, the red pepper, and one cup of the cheddar cheese. You mix that together in your slow cooker. Make sure you Pam spray it, or mm. I think I use the bags. I use those the liners. liners all the time. Those are mm. very nice. So you're going to whisk together the milk, the sour cream, the salt, the garlic powder, the pepper, and the eggs. Whisk that together. And then you stir in the cream cheese. And if it's at room temperature, it really blends in well. And I used a wire whisk. Don't feel bad if there are some lumps from the sour cream. It's okay. And you're going to add this mixture to the slow cooker and stir to combine everything with the hash browns. Cover and cook on low for five hours or on high three hours. And then you sprinkle with the remaining cheese and you cover and you continue to cook for an additional hour. So the day I made this for the girls, I mixed everything together the night before separately. The potatoes were separate. The ham was separate. You know, the milk and everything and the eggs were set in a separate bowl. And I just mix it all together in the morning. Mm -hmm. I got up at 3 a.m. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Put it in the slow cooker because I wanted it to cook for five hours. And uh, it was done at... 8.30, I think it was. And then I put the cheese and cooked it another hour. So by 9.30, it was perfect for our coffee at 10. I'm sure waking up to that smell yeah, was it lovely. Was good. Yes. And then once you put the uh, cheese on it, you cook it for an additional hour. Turn off the slow cooker, remove the lid, lid and let it rest for 30 minutes before serving. So it was perfect. It sounds delicious. It's very good. Did it get crispy on the outside a little bit? No. Uh, just the treat cheese on the top melts. Yum. Wow, that sounds and fantastic. And then sprinkle your your, un, your your scallions. You can put those on top. You could put little bacon bits on the top, you can maybe. Do that too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, wow. both of those actually would be good. What was that? Both bacon bits mm -hmm. and the scallions. Yes, would be great. Yes, so it's very good. Yeah. And for our listeners, do not worry. We will have all of the recipes that Kathy is sharing with us posted over on our website a little bit later today. So if you missed an ingredient or if you just want to double check something that we're talking about recipe wise, we will have those posted later on today over on the Focus Fox Valley section of the website. All right, Kathy, let's take one more break. And when we come back, uh, we've got some dessert to talk about, an appetizer, and we're catching up with the good neighbor right here on WHBY. So stick with us. This is Focus Fox Valley. <laughs> Thank you. 
We're back with more of Focus Box Valley and the good neighbor, Kathy Keene, with us here today. Phone lines are open, 920-281-1150 if you'd like to chime in or say hello today. We love hearing from all of you. Feel free to do that, 920-281-1150 or email the studio. Just head to whby.com and look for the email the studio button right on the right-hand side of the web page. Kathy, how is uh, how is Belle doing? How is Kitty Cat? She's doing great. <laughs> Just thought of her. Oh, we haven't got an update. She turned uh, 13 in January. Oh my. She's still frisky. She's just a loving cat. Mm. And uh, it's so funny because she uh, checks on both of us, my husband and my and, and me, to see Good. what we're doing during the day or at night. You know, she's got to come and check on us. And Yeah, it's fun. It's Sweet. good to have an animal. Yes, yeah. yes. And I see the robins are back. They've been eating the berries off of my tree, my crabapple tree. So I believe that we have spring is coming so much wildlife in our in our new backyard. It's it. That's great. It's overwhelming. A, a family of about nine deer will walk through periodically. Nice. Not consistently, but we'll see yeah. them walk through periodically. And we're special. waiting. We're waiting for the uh, sandhill cranes. You have a pair, right? Uh, we had two pair last oh year. Oh, my goodness. So we're waiting for them to come back. Hopefully they will. Oh, I love that. Yeah, mm. they're cool. All right. All right. This is a great recipe for good neighbor listeners, you know this one. And I always warn, used to warn the people, please save me some lemon pie filling so I can make the recipe myself. I'd get to the store and it was empty. No more lemon pie filling. Everybody sold out. <laughs> sold out. Yeah. This is only three ingredients. It's so simple. Um, you need a box of angel food cake mix. Just one box. I think it's 18 ounces. And three cans of lemon pie filling. You can use wilderness or whatever. I like wilderness. I like their brand. And then an 8-ounce container of Cool Whip. That's it. And what you do is you take the dry cake mix and you mix it with one can of the lemon pie, uh, lemon pie filling. Stir it with a wooden spoon. You don't have to get your beaters out. Don't want to do that. You just keep mixing it until it looks like yellow cake batter. And you pour this into a greased 9 by 13 inch glass cake pan. Just grease the bottom only. And you're going to bake it at 350, 25 to 30 minutes, no longer. It's going to ri- uh, rise up really nice. And then you remove it from the oven, let it cool completely, and the cake is going to fall. It's going to fall right in the middle. <laughs> That's what it does. When it's cool, you're going to take the remaining two cans of lemon pie filling and just spread that over the entire cake. And it fills in any little indentations that might have happened to that. And then cover it and refrigerate it until you're ready to serve. And what I do is I cut it into squares and serve it with a dollop of Cool Whip. If you know you're going to use the entire 9 by 13 in one sitting, then I spread the Cool Whip on top. You can sprinkle some nuts on top if you want mm. or some colored jimmies if yeah, you want. A little sprinkle action. But it is so good. Yeah, it's I'm, so good. Light and airy. And you can probably trade the pie filling if you really wanted to to get other flavors you can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. any peaches if you want raspberries yes mm-hmm. and and this cake batter you can eat raw right uh no eggs no eggs, no eggs. Egg. yes you could yeah <laughs> it's always a, a a sneaky indulgence there's something about that cake yeah. batter that tastes so I good mm-hmm. i lick the spatula right see exactly <laughs> or the beaters uh-huh One hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, delicious. All right. That's Kathy Keene's lemon dessert. And of course, we will have that recipe posted over at WHBY.com. And you've got an appetizer to share with us. You said you hadn't made this yet, but it sounded so good. I'm making it for Friday's coffee, but I've had it and it's wonderful. 
It's called Sausage Wonton Stars, and it's made with wonton wrappers. It's a package, and there's 12 to 16 ounce. I don't remember what it, what the package was. It's found in the refrigerated section of your grocery store. So you need one package of wonton wrappers. They're little squares. They're all cut up. They're ready for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, one pound of bulk pork sausage. Two cups of shredded Colby cheese. I haven't used Colby cheese in a restaurant, in a recipe. So this was really good. Uh, one small green pepper and one small red pepper. And you want to finely dice those because you're going to put this in mini cups. So dice them really fine. And then a bunch of green onions sliced thin. And the unusual ingredient is a half a cup of bottled ranch salad dressing. Yum. Yeah. And so not the seasoning, the actual dressing itself. The actual dressing. Yes, not the seasoning, not the dry seasoning. Um, You lightly press the wonton wrappers into the bottom and up the sides of a greased mini muffin tin. And I have one that's got 24, Mm -hmm. 24. You're going to bake these at 350 for five minutes. That's it. Just until the edges are brown of these little wonton. It doesn't take long. You cook the pork sausage until it's no longer pink. Drain it. And then to that, you stir in the cheese, the peppers, the uh, green onions, and the salad dressing. Blend that well. And then you're going to spoon rounded tablespoons into each cup. Mm. And you're going to bake this, again, six to seven minutes or just until it's heated through. And it makes four to five dozen. It makes a big batch. But they are so good. The gal, when we went to her house for a luncheon, they were cold, and they were fine. They were great. But you can serve them warm or cold. Sounds so good. Yeah. They're just easy to do. And the wonton wrappers, I'm sure, add a little sturdiness to them. They probably don't break apart as easily. No, they're little cups. You eat the whole thing. It's big enough to stick right in your mouth. But small I, enough to stick in your mouth, yum. I should say. And I feel like, too, if you didn't have wonton wrappers on hand, you could substitute maybe some uh, crescent roll dough, perhaps, with this flavor. Or I maybe, would think so. Or maybe even uh, some phyllo dough. Yes. I'm wondering, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds really, really, really good. It was very, <laughs> it was very different. Really neat. Mm. A great appetizer. So. It, it reminds me of something I made this week. I made um, some lettuce wraps. Oh, those are great. Mm-hmm. I made lettuce wraps, and I had a full pound of turkey that I had had pulled out, and I started cooking it. And I think everyone's been there. The smell was off, and I said, "I, I don't think I can, I can make this I, in good conscience. I just couldn't do it." So I, I tossed it, and I went, "Oh, good, oh goodness." We're on the clock here. We got to get dinner on the table. So I substituted beef, which mm-hmm. I didn't know if the beef would be too much, but it actually turned out fantastic. I really like the beef substitute for these lettuce wraps and a little hoisin sauce and soy sauce and green onion, lots of green onion. And that was about it. It was delicious. Yeah. In those lettuce good. wraps. Mm-hmm. Easy to. Did you use the, um, just like the head lettuce or did you use a special lettuce? So like I. The Boston. You know, there's the bib lettuce you can mm-hmm. get, and uh, locally you can usually find Riverside Gardens in some festival foods, and maybe some other grocery stores. You can find the locally grown uh, Riverside Gardens mm-hmm. bib lettuce, which I love. I wasn't able to find this one in particular, so I settled for uh, the romaine. They look like little boats, right? <laughs> almost, right. yes, right. And that's what I use, I mean, romaine boats, and then I made. I like to go on TikTok 
And they there are a lot of recipes on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And there's been a, a ramen noodle, uh, a ramen noodle, uh, I guess, dish that's been going viral on TikTok with some brown sugar and some soy sauce and an egg. And so I made that to go on the side. And my kids loved that. They just loved the ramen noodles. And so we did a little, yeah, a little. That's great. Lettuce yeah. wraps and, and ramen noodle salad. I've been buying, um, it, it's $5, a big round container of fresh fruit. Um, Pick and Save has it. You can get all watermelon. You can get all pineapple. You can get a mixture of cantaloupe and watermelon. Mm-hmm. And my husband and I go through that in a week. It's so good. And the pineapple has been so sweet. It's mm-hmm. unbelievable. Yeah. But yeah. You'd get along with Callan. My my I little Callan, she loves fruit. Mm-hmm. You'll put a plate in front of her, and if it, there's not a fruit on there, she'll she'll look at you and go, "And what's the fruit tonight?" <laughs> <laughs> I will make um, <laughs> breakfast on Saturday mornings for my husband and myself: uh, bacon and eggs. And I always put a little piece of fruit on the plate, whether it's a couple of orange slices or grapes or something. It just kind of decorates the plate. My husband really appreciates that. <laughs> it's all about that style. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, this has been fun, Kathy. It has. Time goes so fast. It does go. We were talking about that earlier. Mm. I've got the PAC coming up next. You saw the show lineup for next season. What are your thoughts? I've seen Cats. Um, I wasn't a favorite. That was not one of my favorite musicals, but it's very interesting. All the actors and actresses are dressed like cats, and they (laughs) slink around like cats on the stage. And my cat is a rescue cat, and they called her Grizabella from the oh, musical sure. Cats, mm-hmm. and we've named her Belle, shortened it to Belle. You know, um, we're gonna. I'm not gonna spoil in case listeners haven't heard yet all of the all of the shows. But yes, Cats is on there. I have also not seen Cats. I've also not seen the the film adaptation that was done in recent years mm-hmm. that I believe. Taylor Swift is in that right. movie, mm-hmm. and James Corden, and a slew of other famous actors. I have not seen that film, so mm-hmm. I. But I do know memory that one song that can get stuck <laughs> in your head. It can <laughs> very easily. It can right. Did you see in the news um, the little um, Ukrainian gal that sang Frozen? Yes, from Frozen, the song from Frozen. Oh, yes, so cute. Mm. Yeah. Those little glimmers of 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 positivity mm-hmm. and good. I I hope they just continue to yes. shine through yeah. the darkness over there. Yeah, mm. it's it's sad to watch. It really is hard. It's really hard. I mean, think about it. If you had to leave your home and you could only take a suitcase with you, mm-hmm. and you're not don't think you'll ever come back. No, or your house will even be there. Or the ladies whose husbands have gone off to fight. But they have to stay. They don't. Men know. are required. Yes, yeah. it's. Hard. It's unfathomable. Mm-hmm. It really is. Um, but like I said, those little glimmers of, of good that mm-hmm. you see um, are what I'm trying to cling right. to. In addition to to donating to a few organizations, yeah. um, the Dodor County Candle Company. We've talked with them. When we had talked with them about their candle sales, it, it was about four thousand. I believe they've they've gone over ten thousand in sales mm-hmm. of these candles mm-hmm. per Door County Candle Company. Yeah. It's and amazing. The people even in the Fox Cities here are donating, and it's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. to help out. Kathy, so glad you're here. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks I for stopping this. by. It's fun. And Kathy will be back in May. I so will. mark 11. your calendars for spring. That's my dad's birthday. 
May 11th, is it? Yes. So be after Mother's Day. After Mother's yeah. Day. So we'll look to warmer temperatures, mm-hmm. uh, summertime, and another another hour with our good neighbor coming up yeah. in May. This was fun. Thank thanks, you. Thanks for being here, Kathy. You're welcome. All right. Your CBS and local news updates are coming up next, followed by the Fox City's Performing Arts Center and Volunteer Fox Cities. All of that straight ahead on WHBY. Good afternoon and welcome back for our number two of Bocas Fox Valley. I'm Haley Tenpass with you in the Myron Construction Studios of WHBY. So excited to bring you conversations all about the people and organizations that help to make our community thrive. Thanks for being here and pulling up a seat. And uh, a reminder that this portion of the show is brought to you by our friends over at Bon Voyage Travel Boutique. Bon Voyage, a locally owned and operated travel agency in beautiful downtown Nina. Jeff and the team are they're ready to plan your vacation. If you are dreaming of palm trees and beaches, well, stop dreaming and put that dream into action. They will help you out with all of the details and wherever your heart desires, they are going to help you get there. And they know that your vacation time is precious. That's why they work so hard to get you that perfect trip. So call them today and let them work out the details and logistics for your next vacation. 920-725-2880 is that number. Well, we are all excited about what our Fox City's Performing Arts Center is able to bring for us. And a big announcement happened on Monday night, the announcement of the 20th anniversary season 2022 to 23 for next year. My goodness, I'm I'm so excited. And I know that Maria Van Lannen, the president and CEO of the Fox City's Performing Arts Center, is excited, too. She joins me now on our Settlers Bank phone line. Hi, Maria. Hello. Good e- Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I was waiting on the edge of my seat Monday night for the social media post because I was not able to sadly make it in person for the announcement on Monday. And once that post went up, my goodness, my jaw dropped. What a lineup that you have uh, created for us for next season. And we, we're not even through this amazing season yet. So it's it's my goodness. How's everyone feeling over at the PAC? Well, we are thrilled that the community has had such a positive response to the announcement of our 20th anniversary season. And what's really exciting is we're just getting started. We were able to share what will be coming as part of the Broadway series, and we still have so many more exciting announcements to come around our Arts Alive series and our Spotlight series. So lots of wonderful community energy and partnerships, and we're just very grateful for that support. 
And you made the announcement in front of about a thousand supporters of the PAC. Take us back to Monday. What was that announcement evening like for you and the team? I have to tell you, our season reveal events have become such a fun tradition where our season ticket holders, our group leaders, and community come together in excited anticipation to hear what the next season has in store. And for the last two years, we have not been able to do that in person. We've done it virtually. The first one, the first virtual reveal, I was actually in my home Mm -hmm. doing it all by myself on a Zoom sort of format. And then the second one, we were able to be in this building, but again, still without that community element. So it felt so good to be back live and in person, as you said, with roughly a thousand people. We had a fun night filled with music, storytelling, and some great visitors. And again, just being able to get that live response as you're announcing the shows and hearing that excitement from the community firsthand is just fantastic. I'm thrilled we're back. So glad to hear that. So let's talk about what is coming uh, this next season, 2022-2023. Listeners might hear some familiar familiar shows, but you've also got three uh, Wisconsin Broadway premieres. So a little bit of both the familiar and the new, a perfect blend of, of something for everyone. Yes, well, I hope so. And we strive to do that with everything here at the Performing Arts Center as we put our series together, the Kimberly Clark Broadway Across America Fox City series, the Bolt Arts Alive series, and the Spotlight series. We try to make sure that we're providing a really broad mix of shows that will be attractive to the theater enthusiasts. It will be excited to see all of these shows. And then hopefully it encourages them to expand their circles and think of the different people in their various communities who they can share these experiences with. So the Broadway series, as you mentioned, we have three Wisconsin premieres with Disney's Aladdin, six, and To Kill a Mockingbird. And then we're rounding out the season. Our five-show package also includes Jesus Christ Superstar and Ain't Too Proud, The Life and Times of the Temptations. People can also make it a six-show package by adding on the triumphant return of Hamilton. We'll be coming back to the Fox City's Performing Arts Center for two weeks And then our season ticket holders get an opportunity to also add on, if they choose, the last of the Broadway titles that make up this series um, or that will be coming as part of this season, and that's Cats, which we know is a musical that has captured the imagination of theater goers for generations, and it's always exciting when you can share it with that next generation of attendees. Mm, You always leave with a memory with Cats, Maria. Yes, that's right. That's right. And I I think people, you know, you know, Cats has just kept rolling. Really, it's it's remarkable that production has just kept capturing audiences. Yes, and this is a brand new production where they've really taken a new look. A lot of the choreography, it's based in the original choreography, but they've just added so much to it, which is very exciting. And it's one of the longest-running Broadway shows in American history, so yeah. definitely uh, has, a, has a very solid place in the Broadway canon. Well, I want a quick... talk details on a couple of those new shows that are, you know, Wisconsin premieres. I think Aladdin, a lot of people know that storyline, so we don't need to spend too much time on this one. But I do want to mention, Maria, that I love that you do keep our youngest of audiences in mind. And this is a show that I know that I can't wait to bring my daughter to. And I'm sure a lot of other families out there are excited for Aladdin. (laughs) 
Absolutely. And I think that's true, right? Uh, it, it definitely is a great show to share with family. And for people who are familiar with the spectacular production qualities that Disney has when they're creating these Broadway shows, they literally bring whole new worlds a lot to life <laughs> on stage. And this show is the spectacle and the grandeur of it is just going to blow people's minds. And so I think although it is great for families to share this together, I think even the most traditional theater goer is going to have an amazing time when they see the stagecraft and all the beauty that takes place on this stage. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really can't wait to see how they transform the genie, you know, on the stage, what mm-hmm. they do to bring that to yeah. to uh, an in-person live performance. So exciting. Uh, another one that caught my eye was Six. And I had to look it up and I found myself listening to this music um, on repeat Monday night. Yeah. And I think That's right. fans of Hamilton will love the vibe that Six brings. But the ladies, the ladies are really the spotlight of Six. Tell us about it, Maria. Yes, and that's what's so fun about this show. So this show focuses on the six wives of Henry VIII, only they do it in a way that it gives voice to all of these six women. And when I say that, I say that because they kind of play off of this idea of the modern-day uh, you know, competition, reality show sort of competition, uh, like The Voice and these other talent shows that are out there on TV. And so it's kind of a modern day staging, being able to dive a little bit deeper and learn a little bit more about each of these six queen stories. And it is so much fun. It's all about the girl power. And, uh, and audiences are going to have so much fun because the songs just, you can't help dancing to them. What's really, what I love that the creative team did with this show is that they took each of the six queens and kind of paired their style to modern artists who you, who we all live, you know, love today. So for example, um, um, Queen Catherine of Aragon is kind of a playoff of Beyonce and Shakira, mm-hmm. right? So they each have this style, and that is very reminiscent to Hamilton, how when Lin-Manuel was creating the characters in Hamilton, he really focused on the music style that each character presented told you something about their personality and that's really going to be that's you're going to see that in this show as well and it's just very upbeat fun and um and people will really enjoy it if audiences are losing their head over it (laughs) oh maria you are on fire today i love it (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna take a short break uh, and when we come back uh, another new to wisconsin premiere but a story that so many of us know very very well we'll talk more about harper lee's to kill a mocking bird which is coming to the pac so stick with us we've got more of focus fox alley on the way it's whby Welcome back to Focus Fox Valley. We're checking in with the Fox City's Performing Arts Center. Maria Van Lannen, president and CEO, joins me on the Settlers Bank phone lines. And we've been walking through the 2022-23 Kimberly Clark Broadway Across America series. And in a moment, we're going to talk about the Spotlight series. But I do want to hear more about uh, Harper Lee's To Kill a Mockingbird, Maria, coming to the PAC uh, February 21st through the 26th of 2023. And I was really surprised to learn that this is one of the shows that hasn't been in Wisconsin yet. That's that's surprising to me. 
Right. And part of the reason why it might seem surprising that this will be a Wisconsin premiere when it makes its way here in February of 2023 is because this was actually one of the shows we announced that was to take the stage as part of our 2020-21 season. Ah, okay. We all know what happened there. Mm -hmm. And when we announced it for that series, we had so many people who were so excited. We love when we're able to put a powerful play on the series. I think it's really important to be able to present touring Broadway plays whenever they're available. And this story is so powerful. Like you said, based on the Pulitzer Prize winning Harper Lee novel that was published in 1960, and yet the themes in that novel are still so relevant today. And I think Bartlett Schur and Aaron Sorkin and the team that worked to bring this show to the stage for the very first time, really they were able to take that novel and uh, and make sure that it made sense to a modern-day audience. And it is, it's one of those shows that you're going to watch it and say, I cannot believe this play has never happened before, mm-hmm. and you will be completely moved by the story that unfolds before you. Mm-hmm. You're going to feel like you're hearing it for the very first time. It's just so beautifully done. I'm really excited for this one, and I'm grateful that the PEAC puts, you know, shows that are thought-provoking and sometimes challenge us um, to to the stage. I'm really grateful that you are bringing this. So, yeah, this is one that is not to miss. And I guess I didn't realize that it was part of the 2021 season, so, ooh, but we are yeah. glad to have it back. We are so glad to have it That's back. That's right. You know, and I just think that it's so important. Anytime, first of all, almost every show that we bring here that performs on our main stage, we strive to create these connections with the community Mm -hmm. and provide an opportunity to engage the community to see the art form in a way that is relevant to their lives today. And I think especially with a story like this, it provides an opportunity, an entry point into some what I believe will be some really powerful and meaningful community conversations. And we can't wait to engage our community through this show. All right. Well, let, let us know how we can share those, Maria. We we uh, would love to be part of that as well. And uh, a couple others to mention, uh, Ain't Too Proud, The Life and Times of the Temptations. This one's going to have people singing and dancing. <laughs> my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. I mean, the soundtrack of a generation, right? The Temptations mm. have so much influence into the, first of all, again, we all grew up listening to these songs, and there's there's so much influence of their music found in all the latest music that's coming out today. It is packed full of all of the songs that we know and love from The Temptations, and it gives us an opportunity to see a little bit of the behind the story. So you think about when Jersey Boys came and some of these others, it is uh, yes, it's what they would call a jukebox musical, but they've done a really good job putting a book to it, and audiences are just going to have a fantastic time at this show. We mentioned Hamilton. We also mentioned Cats. And finally, Jesus Christ Superstar coming. And this is a show that I've, I've always had on my bucket list to want to see, so I'm excited for this one too, Maria. Oh, and you are in for a treat. Now, Jesus Christ Superstar actually launches this season. It will be here in October, and this Jesus Christ Superstar is so incredibly powerful. What they did is they actually went back to the beginning and that first recording that came out known as the Brown Album, and they thought about the spirit and the energy that that album uh, generated in the community. And you think about all the great music and landmark movements that were happening at that time. And they've restaged the show to really try to capture 
in a modern way, that energy that that one of the very first rock musicals, what the energy that that elicited, and so it's it's just a, a fast moving, very powerful and just wonderful show to to watch and to hear. These songs are just incredible, and the, it's a tremendous cast that they put together and, and the staging that will have people really excited. It's a completely re-energized. Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh, I cannot wait. And before we get people details on how to find tickets and maybe uh, get further information, Maria, I want to quickly mention the Spotlight series. Two titles were announced uh, to excellent uh, music. My goodness. And I think people might not uh, recognize uh Alan Merkin, but they will recognize the music of Alan Merkin. Um, for any fans of of Little Mermaid, Hercules, Aladdin, I mean, my goodness, that's one of those shows. Uh, so tell us about Adam Jacobs, right where I belong. Songs of Alan Merkin. Yes. So um, the Spotlight series is the series that takes place in our Kimberly Clark Theater, which is our uh, smaller, flexible space. So it's something that we love introducing people to art forms in that space because it, it creates such a wonderful connection. And especially this will be performed in our cabaret setup. So what we do is we set up that space, and you're going to feel like you've been transported into a jazz club. You've got the little table and the chairs, and so you can have you know beverage service brought right to your tables, which is fantastic. And Adam Jacobs will be performing, like you said, the sound book, the song book of Alan Menken, one of Disney's um, most prolific writers when it comes to music. So people are going to know so many of these songs. And Adam, what I think people, uh, the community might find very interesting, is he actually is coming to us after originating the role of Aladdin on Broadway. Wow. So there's a fun little connection there as well. And he is just a fantastic singer and performer, and he's going to put on quite a show in a very special an intimate environment. Oh, I think I need glasses. I thought that was an R. Alan Menken, thank you. <laughs> oh, no worries. <laughs> glasses and on. then the second show that we were able to announce is Yesterday and Today, the oh. Interactive Beatles experience. So it's interesting, right? We talked about the Temptations, and then we're now talking about the Beatles. Again, iconic music that spans the generations. And what's really special about this night is that the audience is going to get to choose the songs that are performed. So the audience gets to name those tunes and then the band will be able to play, and it's going to be a great night of exploring the Beatles catalog, and I'm hoping that we get some deep tracks Mm -hmm. from um, audience requests, and it's just going to be just a wonderful night of audience engagement. Maria, where can people go to learn more, to, you know, inquire about tickets? Uh, Where are all those details found? Yeah, and this is really important because there are already fraudulent websites up there claiming oh, to be man. able to sell you tickets to all of these shows. So people want to be very, very careful. Make sure that you are actually typing in foxcitiespac.com, and you can get all the information and then have confidence that you are getting legitimate tickets to these shows. If you just put in your Google search bar or any of your search bars, tickets at the Fox City's PAC or any of these shows, odds are the first things that are going to pop up are not legitimate legitimate ticket sellers. So we encourage people to come directly to our website and they can get all the details they need to be able to secure their seats to this great season. And don't forget, we've got uh, the 2021-22 season still underway. Some great shows to come as well. Uh, So Maria, thank you so much for for checking in with us today and for helping to, again, continue this excitement about live performances at the PAC. We love to hear it. Thanks so much. Thank you. It's always great to talk with you. Until next time. Thanks, Maria.
Maria Van Lannen, president and CEO at the Fox Cities Performing Arts Center. All right, a quick pause. We've got your forecast to check in on. Then we're talking with volunteer Fox Cities. We keep things rolling here. It's Focus Fox Valley on WHBY. Welcome back. It's Focus Fox Valley on WHBY. Glad to have you with us. And with us in studio now is Brad Creighton, Community Engagement and Events with Volunteer Fox Cities. Hi, Brad. Hi, Haley. That uh, in-studio is really nice. Isn't it nice? It's so good to see you. We've been connecting via phone, what, for the past two years? Yeah, a long time now. <laughs> It's it's one of those things that I'm 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 really grateful to th- to see things headed in the right direction, mm-hmm. and and seeing friends back in studio is just the cherry on top. So yes, yeah. we are so glad to have you with us here today. Well, I've got uh, I've got lots of we we've been seeing a lot of really cool new volunteer opportunities come in uh, that I think people might get really excited about. So I'm really happy to be able to uh, share some of those with you today. Absolutely. And remind our listeners the work of Volunteer Fox Cities or maybe what's kept you busy lately. Sure. So at Volunteer Fox Cities, we are uh, we're in our 29th year and, and our purpose is really to connect people in the community with volunteer opportunities that um, our area nonprofits have. We are so lucky to live in this just really generous giving community uh, with such a, a great amount of desire for people to give back through volunteering and, and to help people find a volunteer opportunity that that they can really feel like they're making that great impact in and also help our area nonprofits fulfill their missions and and do the work that they do is fantastic. And it's everything, everything from the arts to basic needs to you name it. There are there are volunteer needs everywhere. And and the organizations are always evolving to where you're always adding new nonprofits or organizations to your list. And the, the opportunities to give back are also kind of always evolving. Um, so if you missed our conversation in the last month or you heard it last month, you might want to listen again because things are changing. Absolutely. All the time. And there's a, a lot of times people say, well, I don't know if there's anything for me or, or I don't know what I really want to do. That's that's part of the great thing about volunteering is that you can try just about anything. You know, some people like to, you know, if they if they work, they like to find something that's similar to the work because they know it's skills right. that they can provide. Right. Some people like to have something completely different. Some people like to volunteer together with a friend or a family member or their whole family. So the great thing is there's opportunities for everything. So what do you have for us here today? Any any theme to our volunteer uh, give back opportunities today? Anything like that? Sure. Well, well I know even though uh, things are kind of ramping up and getting back to pre-COVID state, but I do know that we still need to be careful. Right. Uh, so I, I was kind of thinking along the lines of presenting a couple different opportunities for those who want to volunteer at home uh, or virtually. I've got some options for that and some in-person stuff, too. Um, one of the first ones I want to start with is is a really cool new volunteer opportunity that was just listed today, and this is with the American Red Cross. Mm-hmm. It's I like it because it's kind of a, a behind-the-scenes volunteer opportunity where you will work with the Red Cross to help other volunteers for the Red Cross find where they fit in that organization. So it gives you a chance to really get to know in depth 
the work that the Red Cross does and really get to work with people and find out about who they are, why they want to volunteer and help them find that right fit for them. Uh, this is 100% virtual, so you would be doing this from the home. Uh, you do need to be comfortable uh, picking up the phone and calling folks and talking on the phone. Uh, and you'll need to have a level of uh, computer skills with reliable internet access. Um, but other than that, it's it's just a really cool idea to get behind the scenes and help them out at the Red Cross. Sounds like you're almost interviewing people to figure out where they fit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you're, you're, you're connecting with the folks that, that are definitely interested in helping the Red Cross or in disaster relief yeah. and, and finding a, a good fit for them. Uh, I have a good friend um, who I used to work with in television who now works in communications for the Red Cross. And uh, the work that they do, not only locally, of course, but uh, across the country, internationally, uh, what an, an amazing organization to be part of. Yeah, they are. They are so integral into really helping people in a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. You know, I think mm -hmm. I think when we hear the Red Cross just in general, they're coming in for disaster relief or something like right. that. But they really are so much more than that and, and a great organization to be a part of. And a plug to give blood as well. I'll yes. just toss that out there because that is always needed too. That, and that is, um, that's a volunteer opportunity there too with, yeah. with the Red Cross or, or the Community Blood Center here in our area. There's a major uh, blood shortage going on right now. So if you are willing and able, call or connect with one of those organizations. They could definitely use donors. All right. Details over at volunteerfoxcities.org? Absolutely. Yep. Perfect. For sure. Let's squeeze in one more here before the break, Brad. Absolutely. One more virtual would be uh, if you like to talk with people, if you just like to talk, connect with people, share uh, share interests and, and hobbies, uh, then We've got an opportunity with the Phone Pals program, and that's actually run through Volunteer Fox Cities. Uh, this program was designed to help people with social isolation who are feeling isolated. And during COVID restrictions, that was a real big thing because people were pulled away from their support systems. But it's important that we realize that that still happens, even though people are getting back out and about. It's still happening and people are still feeling isolated. For this one, all you need to do is like to talk on the phone. Uh, it's a real quick uh, application that you fill out. You'll, you'll talk with one of our staff members at Volunteer Fox Cities to find out what your interests are. And then they will connect you with someone who's requesting a call. And you, you get to set your own schedule, the frequency of the calls with the person that you're calling. And what's the length, the duration of those calls? I would imagine some can maybe be quick check-ins, but yeah. others might take an hour or two if you're in the midst of a good conversation. Yeah, a lot of flexibility there. You know, a lot of our volunteer callers will call their person for the first time and they'll say, hey, let's call once every other week for 20 minutes at a time. Sometimes those conversations will stretch longer. Sometimes they stay at that 20 minutes. Um, other times people find, yeah, they're just on the phone and an hour and a half later, you know, it's just been a great talk. The time flies. Yeah, no doubt. Let's uh, toss out the website for Volunteer Fox Cities really quickly. Absolutely. Uh, you can visit us at volunteerfoxcities.org or to see these and more um, listings, it's getconnected.volunteerfoxcities.org. Perfect. All right. Brad's going to stick around. A few more give back opportunities to tell you about. So stay with us. You're listening to Focus Fox Valley right here on WHBY. <laughs> Thinking about volunteering. Well, we are here with a few ideas for you as Volunteer Fox Cities joins us. Brad Creighton, 
Sitting across from me today in the Myron Construction Studios, the Community Engagement and Events Coordinator uh, with Volunteer Fox Cities. And Brad, uh, we just talked about two awesome opportunities. What do you got for us uh, to continue our time here together? Sure. So we just spent some time talking about some virtual opportunities. Let's talk in person now. Um, And if anybody that's listening likes to have fun, (laughs) then I think this might be a really good one for you. Um, The Outagamie County Nutrition Program, uh, if you're not for familiar with them. They do a lot of great work uh, in, in helping people get food that they need. And they have some meal sites where people can come and enjoy a meal. Well, they are looking for activity hosts for these meal sites. Uh, and these activities can be anything that you like to do, board games, card games, crafting, anything you else that you like to do that's fun. They would love to have you in, as one of their hosts where you can share this with the people who come to those meal sites. Uh, cool thing about this is they have a bunch of different sites. They've got two in Appleton, one in Kakana, one in Seymour, uh, one in Hortonville, and they all could use uh, activity hosts. So pick your, your favorite site or your closest site, your favorite activity or activities, and this could be a really good fit for you. I had no idea that such a job existed uh, well, in the volunteer world. Yeah, this is new. This is this is a new one that they listed, but, but there's definitely kind of like what we were talking about earlier. Pick the stuff you like to do, and there's probably a place to to plug it in somewhere. I was just talking about finding people to play Scrabble with me. Maybe this is my chance. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and then if there's any history buffs uh, mm-hmm. that are listening, uh, the, the Kakana Public Library, if you haven't been there, they have a really cool history section in the library where there's just books and photos and all sorts of stuff that really dives into local history here in the area. And they're looking for volunteers to help support them in that section. And that could be anything from indexing materials to scanning stuff into an electronic database, uh, other data entry, and, and really more that goes along with that. So so this is definitely for any history lovers who, who would like to get their hands dirty and working in the library. Like, what it's a really cool place to to dive in and learn more and help out at the same time. I love the children's area at the Kakana Public Library. Oh, yeah. It's excellent. It's yeah. gorgeous. And their garden is just, mm. just beautiful. That's a really fun one. And, and and I think this goes to show that volunteering doesn't necessarily mean uh, it's not a traditional thing anymore. There are so many different ways to give back. You don't even probably realize you're 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 volunteering. Absolutely. Yeah. There, there's no no doubt that if we kind of look at it as if you're doing something that benefits the community or, or other people, that's that's volunteering, you know, and that could be from chaperoning a, a student field trip uh, for kids at school through uh, you mentoring somebody or ushering at the PAC. I know you were just talking to Maria about their yeah. exciting season. Uh, so all of these things, absolutely. Wow. Um, and I do want to mention one more yeah, thing. One more I, for us. Perfect. I know it's kind of chilly, uh, but it is definitely not too early to start thinking about summer. Uh, and a lot of a lot of people are now starting to recruit for summer activities. So if you are the, one of the people who loves to attend the, the local festivals and events, uh, they're all going to start recruiting uh, 
if they're not already for volunteers for that. And it's just a great way to get involved in a different level with your favorite uh, area events. Um, and also we have one with uh, Theta Care and Nina for this is for students. So high school students ages 16 and up, uh, they have a really cool 11 week volunteer program that runs throughout the entire summer where you get to do different volunteering throughout the whole hospital there. Uh, I bring this up because even though it's a summer program, there is an application that you have to apply by April 1st for that one. So uh, any students or, or, or parents who want or grandparents or anybody that wants to get a, a student more involved, this is a cool opportunity for them. And I know a lot of local high schools, if not all of them have usually some type of volunteer hour requirement mm -hmm. for, for graduation purposes. So Absolutely. keep that in mind. Yeah, and there's a lot of colleges too. Uh, if yes. somebody desires to go to college after high school that are looking maybe even a little less at the standardized testing and more at the community involvement. They want good community people in their colleges as well sure. as good students. So. Excellent. Well, Brad, uh, you really did bring a variety for us today. Thank you for, for that. How can we, again, connect to these and the the dozens and dozens more opportunities in the area? All you have to do is uh, you can visit us online at volunteerfoxcities.org. There's a tab right there that says volunteering at the top. You can click volunteer opportunities. All these are listed there. Uh, if phone is your thing, give us a call at 920-832-9360. And we'd, we'd be happy to, to talk to you and find you a good fit. All right. Brad Creighton with Community Engagement and Events with Volunteer Fox Cities. Thank you very much for being here. So great to see you. Thank you, Haley. All right. Until next time. We'll take a short break. When we come back, I'll let you know what's coming up on your Thursday. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com.